Finger from Percy. It's Wednesday night. It's podcast night. Uh, we've got a special episode. We're going to do things a little bit differently tonight. But before I get into how we're going to do this, I want to uh, welcome my very, very good friend and fraternity brother, Stan Sarton. He wanted to come pop in and hang out with us tonight. He's on the camera. And uh, Stanley, boy, I love you. We're glad you're here. Um, always good to see you. One of my best friends. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, absolutely. So tonight we're going to do this a little bit differently. We're not going to rank these. This is in memoriam. And that's a hard word to say, by the way. I've got it wrong several times, but in memoriam. We're going to talk about artists that uh, were meaningful to us that passed away in 2022. We're not going to rank them. Uh, and we're not going to do honorable mentions. I mean, how do you give a late artist an honorable mention? We, we just didn't feel good about that. We got Brian here again, sitting in with us as always. We, we are always happy when Brian's here. He's one of the team. And uh, so we'll, we'll be able to present 15 artists and we're going to back it up with an album that they did. So the playlist is going to be fantastic. And by the way, the playlist is on Apple. Podcast is on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Anchor, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Pandora, Google Podcast, Google Podcast, and Podvine. And there's probably some others that have picked it up now. And we want to thank our sponsors, uh, Spices Smokehouse Crackers, Robert and Lynn, thanks for these handy-dandy tumblers that you gave us for Christmas. We love you guys. We know, I think you're still in South Alabama. Hopefully, you'll listen tomorrow, and we appreciate you guys. We want to thank Busted Oak Bourbon Society for your support. Um, Come Saturdays. I bartend on Saturdays there. It's a good time. And we want to thank our unofficial sponsor, Redmont Vodka, uh, Sir Charles Barkley. Uh, they actually have been, uh, they've shared our Facebook posts. Uh, we think we got them. And uh, it is some good stuff. So I think that's the sponsors. We got that uh, squared away. Don't forget Anchor. Oh, yeah. Anchor, of course, is the official sponsor. It's how we got sponsored. So it's how we got started, really. So thanks for that. So we're going to go round robin on this, and like I said, no particular order. We're not ranking them. We just want to pay tribute. In 2022, we lost a lot of great artists, and um, they, there's a lot of great music that's going to be represented on this, and the playlist is going to be fantastic. So when, when uh, Percy gets the playlist um, downloaded, just one Saturday, Sunday, you're doing chores, or if you're traveling, hit shuffle and enjoy the eclectic music. And there will be some that's left out. We couldn't encompass everybody yeah. that's, that's in this. And if you think that we've left somebody out, feel free yeah, to Yeah, join in on Facebook. And uh, if there's something that uh, you feel like we've left out, we, we'll uh, include it on a post. We might even include a song or two on the playlist. So We know. just kind of had a draft, and these were special to us. Yeah. Yeah, it was. We did have a draft for this, and we sort of picked who who was special to us individually, and we're going to represent um, them and their music in, in the form of an album that we pick. So, 
Y'all ready to get started? Brian, you good? I'm good. Stanley Boy, you good? I'm good. Stan's good. All right. So let's get going. Michael, what's the one you want to talk about first? First of all, I want to mention Ronnie Spector. She passed away January the 12th. And a lot of people don't know her. I do. Most people remember her from the... Uh, Eddie Money. Video. The Eddie Money song. Mm-hmm. But she was a member of the Ronettes. And they only had one studio album in 1964. It was presenting the fabulous Ronettes. Nine of the songs hit the Hot 100 on that album. And six of those were top 40 hits. That's amazing. And she was great. She had had a a great Christmas song, too. A great voice. And she sang Be My Baby and Baby I Love You. I mean, those were great songs. And she had a great voice. And it's sad that they only produced one studio album. But when you're dealing with Phil Spector. Yeah, he was a nut job. I mean, he was a... Yeah, he went bye-bye mentally. Yeah, I mean, he he was a nut job, so... Yeah, that's a good one. So what's the name of the album? The name of the album is Presenting the Fabulous Ronettes. Okay. The All only right. studio album that they ever recorded. Very good. That's amazing to me that they only did one studio album. Because to me, Ronnie is uh, worthy of like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame stuff. Oh, I yes. Know, I don't know if the Ronettes are in there or not, but they should be. All right, that's a good one. Ryan, what do you got, my brother? Miss Irene Cara. Oh, Flash, yeah. Flash dance. Yeah. Who, didn't, who didn't like seeing her with the water falling all over, sitting in the chair? Yeah. The, that, yeah. Uh, what, what was the name of that actress? I don't remember, but uh, Irene Cara did the song. Yeah, it was, the song was What a Feeling, and she co-wrote it, believe it or not. And a lot of people know this. She got her start on a TV kids show, The Electric Company. That's, I remember the show. That's where she got that's her start. That's how old that's where, I am. That's where she got her start at. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay, I think the first one I want to throw out there just because it, it, it's meaningful to us here locally, and it's Jeff Cook from Alabama. Uh, Jeff's from Fort Payne. Uh, eventually, uh, and I, I have met him on two or three occasions and actually bartended at Cook Castle, uh, which was a really neat place. And I met him and his wife, Lisa, a few times. We uh, uh, Very nice folks. And uh, Jeff was a, if it had strings, Jeff could play it. And uh, great guy. And the album I want to put forth is their first, My Homes in Alabama. There are some great guitar licks in there from Jeff Cook. And uh, to me, that represented him the absolute best. You got something on that person? I agree. I mean, and you know, he even played the fiddle because, you know, if he's going to play in Texas... Gotta have a fiddle in the band. band. I yeah. mean, yeah, good stuff. And I remember when I was very young seeing an anniversary episode of American Bandstand, and Johnny Rivers was sick or something, so Jeff Cook filled in for him. And yeah. my vague memories—that was the first time that I realized that this, boy can play. This dude can play. Yeah. If it had strings, he could do it. And he was a good singer, too. He, he was, you know, sang harmony with the rest of the boys. Good stuff. So shout out to Jeff Cook, RIP. Great person. 
All right, purse, it's on you. My next one, and you couldn't hardly leave her out, and that's Olivia Newton-John. You can't leave her out. She passed away on August the 8th, and most people know her from Greece. Mm-hmm. But she had some country success. She did. Several years before then, and the album I took was If You Love Me, Let Me Know from 1974. And the title track from that album reached number two on the country charts. It was nominated for Single of the Year. And also on that album was I Honestly Love You. A huge hit. Which was a huge hit. And she also covered the Beach Boys on that, God Only Knows. I never knew she covered that. She was, I mean, she was just a great vocalist. Yeah, she was. But... So many people just know her from Greece, but she had some great country Well, songs. in the 70s growing up, and I think I'm the oldest mother in the room, um, she had a great, her solo first solo album, debut album, had Mellow on it and uh, some other great hits, and she was the real deal. Yeah, what a loss. All right, Brian, what's your choice? Mine is... C.W. McCall. Oh, boy. Convoy. <laughs> Saw the movie. You know, but his uh, his real name, and I don't know how many people know this, was Bill Fries. That was his real name. I had no idea. Well, he got his start advertising. He was advertising. He was advertising for a bread company when he changed his name over to C.W. McCall. Old Home Bread. Old Home commercial. commercial, and he was C.W. McCall from from then on. And it was funny. He lived in. He later became the mayor of his hometown in Colorado from 1986 to 1992. I had no idea. I just remember the song when it came out. It was all around like the smoking the bandit craze, mm-hmm. and everyone had CB radios and the handle. And he was talking about the rubber duck and. All this stuff. Hey, and he had, if you listen to, uh, maybe it's Willie's Roadhouse or whatever, but he's, they placed a lot of his stuff. I mean, I never heard of it, but. Well, which album did you do? The Best of C.W. McCall. The Best of C.W. McCall. I mean, I get that. It had to be the best of to make an yeah. album for C.W. I don't think he had that many hits. He was 93, so. Wow. Okay. Died. Very good. I love it. All right, so my next selection is Jim Seals from Seals and Crofts, which Jim was great. Him and um, his partner wrote a lot of good music. They had some great albums. And um, his brother was um, Dan 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 Seals. Seals. Yeah, for England, Dan, and John Ford. He wants to bop with you, baby. He does. He wanted to bop with you all night long. He looked at me funny (laughs) when he said that. He keeps doing this. But Jim Seals. Well, no, actually, I was looking at my drink because I knew it would last longer. That's a drum roll. Thank you, Stan. Hey, and by the way, Buck Owens did not die this year. He died a long time ago. We ain't having that motherfucker on this podcast tonight. So I wouldn't count him out. Yeah, somehow <laughs> he might work. He's thinking right now he might work Buck Owens into this on the song. Buck Owens died a long time ago. So anyway, the album I picked, and they had some good ones, uh, but I went with Diamond Girl. 
a good solid album. I love the song Diamond Girls, so R.I.P. Jim Seals. Percy, what's your next selection? My next one is Mickey Gilly. Here comes the herd again. He died on May the 7th, and his probably most famous song was Don't the Girls All Get Prettier at Closing Time. He also recorded a great cover of the George Jones song, The Window Up Above. Well, I knew he'd get George Jones in here. And if you hadn't watched the George and Tammy series, you need to check that out. You do. It's a great series, even though George is a, you know. And even the album I picked out was Live at Gillies in 1985. Oh, wow. Which, uh, Mickey was one of those people that, when he was alive, was so much better because he could just beat that piano to death. And he even actually recorded on this Live at Gillies a song from his cousin. He recorded Great Balls of Fire. Which, Mickey Gilly had some bloodline there. I mean, yeah, in that family there was, uh, Mickey Gilly's cousin was Jerry Lee Lewis. And Jimmy Swagger. And Jimmy Swagger. Yeah. So there was, you know, there was a lot in that bloodline. But I chose the Live at Gillies album from 1985. wonder what that was like at Christmas dinner with all them in the same room. That could have been fun. I think I could have fit into that crowd. Well, maybe for a little bit. All right, good selection. Anything else on that? That's all. All right. Brian, what you got, brother? I've got... Well, speaking of the girls getting prettier clothes time, let's take a drink of Redmond. Good let's call. So, Sir let's Charles, let's have a drink of Redmond. Show is good. Stanley, cheers. And I'm going to go with Dan McCafferty. The, he's the founder of Nazareth. Yeah. Yep. And he co-wrote Love Hurts and Hair of the Dog. Yeah, that's a good choice. And that's the album, Hair of the Dog. Yeah, it is. I think, is, there, is that their only album? Mm, not, they probably had a live one or two in there, or maybe another one. I've seen a, like two or three, but I don't but remember. Well, I saw them in 1979 at the Gadsden Fantasy Jam on Murphy field in Gadsden and it was Nazareth, Blackfoot and Mother's Finest and Nazareth burnt down the house they were so good Love Hurts was originally made famous by the Everly Brothers why did I I didn't know that they recorded Love Hurts and also Emmylou Harris and Graham Parsons recorded Love Hurts yeah it's a great song yes yeah cool my turn all right I am going to go with Christine McVie, Fleetwood Mac. Um, I loved Christine McVie. Of all the band members, when Christine got the mic, I, I just I felt it. Uh, she was fantastic. Keyboards, writer, singer, a very unique voice that was sort of opposite of uh, Stevie Nicks and what was going on. Her ex-husband, John McVie, they still played together um, and gave each other respect even after they were divorced and and, and toured together. Uh, and the album, of course, it's, it's her best because it has Songbird on it, is Rumors. And uh, so we'll have Rumors on the playlist and uh, just love Christine McVie. 
Okay, Michael. My next one is. Do you need another shot of Redmond? Sure, why not? All right. Take one down. Get your throat wet, brother. It's some people call the queen of country music, and it's Loretta Lynn. We lost her on October fourth. And Loretta was one of those people that made. She never made like a solid album from top to bottom. There was right. kind of. There was an album that I wanted to put on here, but it's not available on any streaming service. And that's the album called Van Leer's Rose that she did, that Jack White produced. Okay. But it's not on any streaming service. But I thought, you've got to go with Coal Miner's Daughter. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because that's their signature song. And there's several good, she even does a cover of For the Good Times. Okay. On that, which was written by the great Chris Christopherson. Yeah, he could write them. And he couldn't sing them, but he could write them. And that's the and one. she was not allowed to eat bologna. Yes, Do told her she couldn't eat bologna anymore because it made her horny. Yeah, and I don't know if she really meant like horny in the sense of horny or what that meant. But well, no, she when they kicked her out of the radio station during that interview, she said horny just means having fun. She was just a good country girl. She didn't know she what was. She, I mean, she didn't know what she was doing. Yeah, and then Sissy Spacek did a great job in the movie. That's probably one of the best biopics Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. It was fantastic. And and Sissy actually sang the songs in that, so. Yeah, and then Tommy Lee Jones was in it. Uh, Levon Helm was in that. Oh, Levon. Played Loretta's daddy. Well, who played uh, her husband? I think it was Tommy Lee. It was Tommy Lee Jones that played her husband. It was Tommy Lee Jones. But Levon Helm played her daddy. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, she had to be mentioned because that is a is about iconic in country music as it gets with uh, low red Lynn. All right, Brian, what you got? Well, I guess I'll stay with the country theme. I'm gonna go with Naomi Judd. Yeah, thank you. You know, she's half of the duo, the Judds, with her daughter Winona. Yeah. You know, they won five Grammys. That's a lot for. That's a bunch. You know, for a mother daughter act. Yep. And I guess I'll, the uh, album I picked was The Judge's Greatest Hits, but I like Love Can Build a Bridge. That's great. Now, I'm not going to be the preacher for Wednesday night, but, you know, where's the screwed up world we're living in? That just, is. Just listen to the, song, listen to the words of the yeah, song. That's a great album. Good choice for the song, too. And what a talented family. I'd, I'd have you to say about what, Winona, Naomi, Naomi, and then uh, Ashley. I mean. Mama, He's Crazy was just. That was their yeah, crowning achievement. Yeah, absolutely. All right, good selections. So I'm going to go with Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters, drummer for the Foo Fighters, and he would get out from the drums every now and then and sing, but that guy hit the drums as hard as Bonham did, I think, and uh, it was heartbreaking. I'm a Foo fan. And uh, Dave Grohl loved Taylor. And the guy just always had a smile on his face. He beat the hell out of those drums. And uh, he is missed. And if you haven't seen a tribute, the Taylor Hawkins tribute, uh, you can probably still catch it on YouTube. It's fantastic. The people that turned out to play that tribute concert was phenomenal. It was who's who. 
it was a who's who, and it was great. The music was good. His son Shane Hawkins came out, came out and played uh, my hero, and uh, played on the drums. And that kid, I think he was sixteen, wore it out, and it was fantastic. And I love the Foo Fighters, love Taylor. So to me, it was a tragic loss. And the album I'm going to put forward is. The Color and the Shape by the Food Fighters. To me, that's their, their best signature album ever. So, going to miss him. And I hope that Shane Hawkins becomes the permanent drummer for the Food Fighters. And if I, if I think I know what Dave Grohl is thinking, that's, that's going to happen. He, lo he loves Shane. So. It's going to be like uh, Glenn and Deacon. Yeah, yeah. And, um, right, John, Bonham, and Jason, which they never really, he never really played with Led Zeppelin, but he did that Kennedy Center's uh, honor. Um, but anyway. Well, don't forget uh, Wolfgang. Yeah, Wolfgang and Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, outstanding. And I think Wolfgang played on that tribute concert. Yeah, he did, did, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, he got it. So, anyway, that's the one I want to make sure I got out there. Meaningful to me. All right, we're down to our last selections. Can you believe that? So, we're going to have basically 15 albums on Apple Music. And make sure uh, you listen to it. When Percy gets that loaded, hit shuffle, and that will be a mind blower. Because you're going to go from Loretta Lynn to the Foo Fighters and whatever else we have. But... Enjoy it, soak it in, have a good time with it, because we certainly are. All right, so where are we at? Purse? This is my last one, and it hit me the hardest, and it's the killer, Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, boy. He died on October the 28th, and you know, it, what can you say about the killer? There was, if you've ever watched Tales from the Tour Bus, there was an episode where they were on a three-day bender and he had his office rented out, and everybody was falling asleep. And he pulled out a Tommy gun that actually belonged to Machine Gun Kelly. Not the rapper, but the real Machine the Gun Mc Kelly. The real Machine Gun Kelly. And everybody was falling asleep, and he pulled out this Tommy gun and just started ripping into the walls because everybody was falling asleep. I did something like that with Charlie Robinson once, Stan. I mean, shotgun though. This I didn't man, have a Tommy gun. Thank God I didn't have a Tommy gun. He actually went, yeah, to the to Graceland, to the gates at Graceland, and pulled out a gun, waving it, demanding to see Elvis. And no one followed the killer. The the killer didn't care. And the album that I'm picking is Live from Austin City Limits in 1983. Oh boy, I love Austin City Limits. It's got 39 and Holden. His cover of the Big Bopper, Chantilly Lace, which is great. I'd like to say in a pretty face, but in this crowd, there ain't one in here. He we, does. We were made for radio. Great Balls of Fire, and he does my favorite Jerry Lee Lewis song. If I can't find it at home, I'll find it where I can. <laughs> my goodness. And he also does a whole lot of shaking going on. Well, did he... Is, uh, what made Milwaukee famous made it's, a loser out of me on that. It's not on this Austin City Limits. Throw it on the playlist anyway for me. And Austin City Limits tried to book him again. And Jerry said, 
I could not do a better show than this. That's how good it was. Wow. So he wouldn't come back. He thought that was the best show that he could do. Yeah. What a, an amazing, crazy person. He's one of those guys where if you pick, you know, what iconic people you'd like to like hang out with for an evening, it, Jerry Lee Lewis could have been one of those guys. I judge people based on, yeah. can I drink a beer with this person or not? Jerry Lee. Well, and it's, it's not my favorite Jerry Lee Lewis album. My favorite Jerry Lee Lewis album is the one I have on vinyl. It keeps rocking. Mm. I have that on vinyl. But this encompassed more of his rock and roll and his country, which was great. It was. And Jerry Lee Lewis Live is when he just... I heard somebody say once that Jerry Lee didn't try to play that piano, that he beat it into submission. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and set it on fire. And just to, to encompass him live is... You need to, and you can watch that on YouTube. I him. thought you'd pick Great Balls of Fire, especially after that trip to the Philippines you had. Well, like Ricky Nelson said, you can't please everybody, but you yeah, gotta please yourself. Go. <laughs> All right, what's your last one, Brian? I'm gonna go with Ian McDonald. Okay, a member of Foreigner. Yes, I didn't. It, it said that uh, he got his career started. He was a in the army, a musician. He was an army musician band. That's how he got his start. And you know, I think Jimi Hendrix played in an army band. Did he not? He did. Wow. He had, he had a band, and when he was in the army, and even so, Johnny Cash had started a band when he was in the Air Force. Wow! And I didn't know this that he. I didn't know that he played on T Rex's hit. Bang a gong. Bang a gong. I didn't know he played in it. I didn't either. And it was hard for me to, you know, I tried to get somebody that sang, you know, in, in Head Games, there's a piece of him in there. Okay. So I just did that album, Head Games. Well, he's worthy. All yeah. right. So what's the album Head you did Games. in Head Games? Head Games? Okay. That's a great album, Head Games is. Yeah. Okay. So it's down to my uh, the last selection of the night. And, of course, I'm going with Meatloaf. I love Meatloaf. Um... What do he have? Maybe he had Bat Out of Hell 1, Bat Out of Hell 2, Bat Out of Hell 3. He had one mixed in there somewhere. I think he may have had four albums. Yeah. Yeah. But the album I'm going to put forth for Meatloaf for the tribute is the original Bat Out of Hell. And everyone should own it. And if you're from my generation, you probably do own it. And um, it's, it's great. Meatloaf is great. Very operatic was even in the movies, Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was in a movie called Roadie that actually Hank Williams Jr. made a cameo in, and he played a roadie in the movie. And there's also some great advice in that that you, that you used to always give people. Which one was that? You would always tell people not, not, to, not to let their meat loaf. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. But, I mean, you don't want that to happen. <laughs> Yeah, could be could be terrible. So, anybody want to give some shout outs? I mean, God bless them all. I mean, Rest you have place. all the people that we lost. I just want to mention Roger Hawkins, the Hulk. Yeah. I mean, Ronnie. 
Yes, Ronnie Hawkins. Yes. Because he was a s- instrumental in the band. I mean, he was. He was. He was probably the band's first gig as a backup man was Ronnie Hawkins. So maybe we can uh, throw Ronnie Hawkins off the live waltz, uh, the last waltz. Well, yes, the last yeah. waltz. Yeah. Because he, uh, in the last waltz, he did Who Do You Love? Yeah, and it was great. And you could tell that he was getting way too close to Robbie Robertson with that bourbon breath he had. Because Robbie was like, you got to get off me. So, But anyway, he was a character. Good stuff. So we're closing out the year. We've had this is our not our first full year, but it's closing out the year for us. Um, we've had some great shows. We appreciate everybody's listening. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, we're looking forward to January. We got a lot of good stuff. Next week we have uh, Drew uh, Minor coming back on. We're going to do concept albums which is really going to be interesting. And uh, I'm sure Kirk will be here. And shout out to Kirk um, getting over his wrist surgery all those years of playing foosball at the fraternity house. Caught up to you, buddy. Uh, You're made of scar tissue, but uh, glad he's doing well. Love you. Love Drew. Can't wait to see y'all next week. It's on again. And all I got to say is bye-bye.